evening, everybody. Welcome to Total Nonstop Impact, Impact Talk for Impact fans. Right here, YouTube, Twitch, with Truck, Alicia. We're throwing it back 40 years to 1984 for a special. Wait, what? Free. How many years? 40 years. Almost. Yeah, yeah 40 years. Oh, my uh, God. Almost, almost 40 years to 1984. Uh, oh, my God. So- <laughs> I just realized so we're that. We're throwing Holy it back shit. here. I just realized uh, how old I was. Yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> oh, our age. Uh, so we're, uh, we're, we're, we're going way back to where we're, we leave. We little snappers, as uh, they, our great announcers are going to tell us. But uh, <laughs> we're going way back here in the Wayback Machine for the second throwback throwdown uh, from the IPWF, the Impact Provincial Wrestling Federation, one of my favorites. I, uh, hopefully all years do. Uh, I feel like I was there at the first one. Uh, sadly, I don't feel like I was there as much as this one, but uh, but still a fantastic show for sure. Uh, so we'll definitely go over it. This is replacing the normal Patreon family dinner. So for all of our Patreons, uh, the, once again, thanks to all of you for uh, supporting us and uh, being here for this. Obviously, we're near the holidays, so this is a freebie for everybody. Plus, it's also a review of something a little different tonight. Uh, which would have been the hot topic anyway. So we want to give everybody the, the talk about this. So luckily we 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 have some people here. Uh, I know we haven't seen Truck in a while. <laughs> it's great it. to see Truck again. Uh, but I know, uh, Truck, you actually in the, for the, um, now, and you got to remind me, because I was all over the place, in the Discord, this was actually streamed. So yep. was this, this streamed was in the, 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 for everybody in the watch along, or was this in the, uh, the this Patreon? This was everybody. Okay. Yeah. This so was another reason to join the Discord. Hopefully everybody here is in the Discord. So no excuses not to see this show. Yeah, we show the specials, <laughs> we show the weekly episodes if I'm if I'm available. Yes. And actually, if you're not on the Discord already and you want to get on the Discord, now's a good time to do it. Because since ROH has wrapped up, uh, I'm looking for a new second promotion to start streaming in there on a regular <clears> basis. <throat> so if for, following NWA, MLW, or New Japan strong is interesting to you uh now's a good time to join the discord because we're going to be doing that in the new year okay and there's right definitely now, nobody's interested in mlw impact but. yeah <laughs> mlw is the least connected to impact right now yes. obviously uh yeah. there's nwa storylines there's a lot of new japan strong storylines yeah. going on right now so they make a lot of sense i'm in full agreement with you uh those seem like the ones to go with uh going forward so definitely get in there make your voices heard uh, the community depends on what you say, so get in there for sure. Uh, but definitely uh, let us know, early impressions in the chat, uh, what you thought of uh, the throwdown. And then as we get through this, obviously we'll be reviewing the show, but uh, this is a different type of show. We've done this for some other pay-per-views, a little different. We'll still go over matches, the segments, uh, but just like the family dinner, that's also the Q&A show. So feel free to throw some stuff in there. And as we get through the review, we either take them or at the end, we'll, we'll go over a few questions. Uh, so let's uh, let's kick it off. Oh, thank you, Brian thank Field, you. for the super sticker. Always appreciate it. Bam. Oh, Rip Duke went Winchester. Oh, no, yeah, it's very sad. Very sad. We we'll don't know he's dead. I'm going to talk. Yeah, we don't know that. that. We, we don't know he's dead. Yeah, we, we thought Frank the Butcher was dead, too, but he <laughs> somehow he makes it. But uh, but speaking of, speaking of Duke Winchester, uh, there was, who would have thought, near 40 years ago, they were doing pre-shows for these things. And we get a pre-show, including a match. But we, we got to talk about these announcers first, because uh, we get the return. Of Junior, Junior, uh, 
well, let me make sure I get his pronunciation right because I can't. With well, Giovanni, oh. correct you? The, 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 the great. Uh, and, and I want to make sure I. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, Giuseppe. Giuseppe yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> what well, we get, we, we had him and we had Gord, Gord LaRue. Uh, on, on color. Uh, definitely. Oh, Courtney. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Courtney. Oh, my goodness. Much appreciate it. Oh, wow. That Courtney, is, that thank is, you. That is huge. The, the support from the crew. Uh, unbelievable. The, the squad coming out heavy today. We appreciate it. So, what a what a team. Oh, yeah. Here we go, Keith. You know who I'm supporting today. I'm all about that tag team, man. Those young up-and-comers. Whew. This shirt's been in storage for 40 years. Everybody noticed that he was the only one who didn't switch gimmicks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great thing. He did a great thing. He was active. This was probably his first year in the business. Oh, you got Johnny Swinger. Ago. You got Matt. You, you, you got Mike Singer. It's, 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 it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Road and Blue, Matt Stryker was way better here than the door. And we will get into Wait, who was Matt Stryker? He's Gord. Gord. The interviewer? The, yeah, no, he's, no. He's the interviewer is going to blow your mind who the interviewer is. Who's oh, the interviewer? Yeah. <laughs> That's been I, driving I me crazy. Was. Yeah. Do you still not know who the interviewer is? I don't know who it is. I'm looking you, at him now and I don't know who it is. Do you want to know? Yes. Well, it's going to be obvious. It's Steve. Crazy Steve who? Steve. <laughs> crazy Steve. Wait. <laughs> Look at the goggles. He makes sight jokes a couple of times. Yeah, he does. He makes like yeah. What he does that he's, he's not even looking at who he's interviewing right now. Yes. <laughs> okay, I yeah. get it now. Are you serious? That's yeah. amazing. The only thing you can tell is sometimes, like when he turns, <laughs> you can tell his kind of profile, like a little bit. But that's okay. He, he's okay. Fantastic. Amazing. That's I, it's been driving me crazy the whole time because I'm like watching it right now. I finally get a chance to like tune into it, and I, it's amazing. It is, it is. and we will show. go over that because it is amazing. With, with just like the first one, uh, how a lot of the talent was able to pull this off. It is, uh, yeah. it is a sight to see. Virtually, I, no doubt about it. I just want to say before we get started that I really love this concept because it forces people out of their comfort zone, yes, and they absolutely. all nail it on the head. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and they you can tell the fun everybody's having during this show. And I know, and I and, and kudos to Ace Austin, who went on there, or Rip Razor, if I'd like to say, uh, went on social media and said, like, yes. if you're not gonna like gonna have fun with anything, then like don't watch it. Don't like, like you don't need to yeah. don't hate watch. And and I think a lot of the people that complain don't don't hate watch things. This is fun. Like I I was at, I know I'm dating myself here. But I was at the first IPWF show up in the great <laughs> one years ago. <laughs> I know, way back when. Um, but that was a fan. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, obviously, everyone looks, well, hey, man, you don't know their wrestling persona. So, oh, how can you watch a show like that? It's fun. It's a one-off. It is fun. And they're having a great time. You can tell how much fun they're having. Um, I, sad, sadly, uh, Cowboy Cole McCoy couldn't make it. I know he had to kill himself. And I loved all the in-jokes on Muscles McKenzie. That was fantastic. Uh, Muscles McGee, Muscles McGee, got to get it right. Uh, and I, I, and we'll get into it, but I know Truck is now a fan of somebody based on this show. So this shows you the total opposite of what people think. I wish you hadn't seen that message. Because <laughs> there's a wrestler from a tag team in Impact that you probably your most disliked. 
thing in the promotion that you've now turned around on because of this persona. <laughs> I'm leaving the stream. So we'll, <laughs> we will get to him in a moment because let, let, let's go over the pre-show first because we do have a pre-show match. Uh, and it almost, it plays off well because they were doing this live 40 yeah. years ago, uh, which was different than last time. It was taped. You could do editing and all that. Uh, so there was, I know, some audio issues and you could talk about the streaming of it. But it almost can play off because of what it is that like, oh, yeah, technical difficulties. OK. There were people in the chat saying just that, that all the technical difficulties, it just makes it more accurate. I couldn't get the pre-show to work. It was so accurate. The so, audio was good off. Good job. The audio wouldn't, wasn't working for me and the video kept cutting out. So I saw the ending of this match and nothing else. Yeah. So good <laughs> job, amazing. Impact Plus. That's, you know, 100% accurate. On those old CCTV pay-per-views that you used to have to go to a movie theater to see. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, it, but they got it, it fixed it, eventually. They did. They did. And it seems like by like the main show, it was pretty much good for the most part. Which There was a couple that, of things, yeah. but nothing really major. And if that's, Yeah, a couple you know, of the thrown it back, you would expect. Like going yeah. from in the ring to outside the ring. I would... That was a little tougher. Especially because they changed venues entirely. Eh? They weren't in Vegas. They weren't in Nashville. Um, you know, maybe some of the hiccups were just due to the fact that they're working in a new place and figuring yeah, it out as they go. Really, they and I'm sure they're depending a lot more on the Ohio Valley, the OVW crew for this show. Um, but it was, oh yeah, Bell's Boy. I, I'm sorry if I missed that. Thank you for the super sticker, Bell's Boy. Um, very nice, very nice. Uh, but. Definitely, yeah, new setup. They haven't done it since, what, what? You're talking pre the Panini, as everyone would like to say. Uh, pre Panini. Uh, Brian Cage uh, was part of the act, so it's been a hot minute since it, this has gone down. But they haven't been to Louisville. They did that. They did a show there. They did a special mm -hmm. there. But that's the only time they ever ran that arena. So uh, okay. definitely a lot of people are, obviously, we know uh, the some of our one of our friends that now is a mustache referee uh, is familiar with there, but it was a, uh, it, it's an interesting venue for sure, but I think it works perfect. Just like uh, the Don Kolob arena did uh, the previous time. So they're using the right kind of venues to give off this old school studio wrestling feel. Uh, they're actually doing what I think you don't try to do new studio wrestling, which I know promotions try. You, you do this. This is how I think it works. This is good. Because I, 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 you get that old school feeling. Trying to do a new is very tough today, but uh, definitely very interesting. So there we go. Yeah, we bonus baby thing. Thought they were part of the show, which it's like even the, even the snow covered Christmas trees in the back. Like <laughs> it was very the community like, theater decorations. It, it looked like community theater, which it would have yeah, been. Back. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 so much oh, yeah. nicer to look at. To be honest. Oh, boy. Was it an 800 IPWF. <laughs> but call it. See what, see what you get. Actually, don't do that. It could be bad. It was a 1-900 number. I tried it. It doesn't go anywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. All right. That's, <laughs> it's that's not like better. when they gave out Moose's phone number and that was a shoot. That was this real. Was, that was this real. Was fake. Yeah. Uh, this I, was at real. Hey, at least it's fake and didn't go anywhere as opposed to this. I have seen that penis. I still think that Moose phone thing was a burner phone. <laughs> hey, that's You'd commitment so. to a gimmick. That's commitment to You'd a gimmick. You'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> like, so he was able to just throw it out once people burned through the minutes. <laughs> so 
we'll get into the first the first match on the pre-show, the countdown to Blizzard Brawl '84, um, which is the and presented by our good friends at Pabst Blue Ribbon, um, as some would say, the uh, the near beer, uh, or as a uh, truck truck. Are you enjoying some of that? Are are you doing some uh, Pabst as we speak? I have non-alcoholic beer. I'm sorry. I, right. I literally so I really do have the near beer. <laughs> <laughs> so you and your now good friend, Sex Ferguson, would agree. Oh, oh my bad. My bad. Winter War 84. Winter, Winter War 84. That sounds even better. It's been 40 years. You got to give me a little leeway here. So, Memory's starting to go. It's starting to go. It's been a he long time. He needs more fish oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's, uh, that's fantastic. But... So the uh, the opening match we get here is what is it? It's Duke, right? It's uh, Duke Winchester against the mysterious Mister E. Um, now we do get, and, and we'll as we now now first just initial impressions. We get the, the we get the we get to see somebody that looks very familiar to us that we all know we're big fans of uh, Duke Winchester. I feel will be a TNI favorite. I think he's going to be a favorite everywhere. Because he got like Duke Winchester. He's How got could you the, not? He's How got the not? perm. It's the it's the hairstyle. It's almost the future. Uh, in 1984, who who could do hair like this? He's definitely <laughs> going to have a lineup of people wanting to go for a ride in his muscle car after the show. I know that for sure. <laughs> Men and women Facts. lining up. <laughs> well. Sadly, well, well, we'll get into the. We do see him drive off in a car a little later, but, uh, but, but we do see this match here because the mysterious mystery looks a lot, he looks familiar. He looks like a guy from that era for sure. The mysterious mystery, um, mask on. Um, he, he looks like he could have been in a stable with Congo Kong, who we saw at the last IPWF uh, territory shows. So, but. The Duke comes out on top here, which the fans love it. The fans are eating up Duke here. So great way to kick off the pre-show. Get get your parents' permission. Hopefully you're able to buy the main show. Uh, but we see here, Truck is the uh, – he's, he's the parental guardian of all the people in the chat here because you did provide it for, for all the all the kids in the chat. I tried we to. do it for the kids. I tried to. do it for the kids. Good job. Yeah, eventually it started working. I had a bit of a panic moment where I thought, how many times am I going to have to buy this before I can find a stream that works? <laughs> <laughs> and and Keith, yes, that was Shogun Jackson. He was Mysterious Mr. E. Sam Beal, uh, one of our favorites, obviously, uh, was on the other side there. So it was good to see him back in action. Uh, but we'll see that he gets the same results as he does on the main TV show <laughs> shortly. <laughs> But, has uh, Sam but, been a TNI guest? Has he ever been on your show? He has not. He has not. Okay. He's, He'd be a good. Has he been guy. in the chat? He's responded uh, to tweets. Yes. He may have been in the chat before. He may I feel like he chat. has popped in. Yeah. So he's been in the chat, but not on the actual show. So definitely, that could be a maybe twenty twenty two goal. But we have to get back on TV first. <laughs> well, maybe Duke Winchester. Maybe Duke. Maybe we get and the that's Duke something on. too. Like at the. At the end of this show, I see several characters that I think they could bring back um, without, you know, lampshading it too well, much. And they did. They've already done that. Uh, let, let's not forget on Wrestle House 2, downtown Daddy Brown is a current character now. He's got the gout, but he's a current character. He has a cane. <laughs> he's he didn't need he's it tonight, got a cane apparently. and a gout, but he's, he's, he's amazing. He's, 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 so 
definitely I'm with you on that truck. Uh, because the thing is, there is personas here that you can yeah. definitely bring over. You can work uh, uh, Johnny Swinger. We we already know that he's the perfect between. But there's there's definitely some entertainment value in a lot of this. Yes. Um, and there's Lord Bison. He was enjoying it. We we know a lot of people here were were having a good time with this show. But great way to kick it off. Uh, good to see Shogun since we hadn't seen him in a while in a role. Um, and, and we'll see another guy later uh, that's also like went under that like sign by impact type thing a while back, but we haven't seen, uh, but we do see him tonight. So this is going to be some, an interesting show for sure. Um, but so that's, that's pretty much the pre-show that goes over uh, last, the, the last throwdown. Uh, we do see Sonny. It was great to see Sonny in uh, one, in one of the, the pre-tapes, uh, like all the different uh, managing options. That was, that was good to see. Um, you had him in, <laughs> Well, with the uh, the cane. Well, no, yeah, with the crutches. He had the crutches. He was on crutches, yeah. And then um, you had our, you had a, well, what, uh, what was his name though? Jimmy Jacobs, but his character in the wheelchair. I didn't that catch I, his name. Yeah, that I missed. I missed his name there. Uh, but like, so it was just great to see uh, Sammy. Obviously, we're we're waiting to see him back uh, full time. But it's great to get him involved in things like this for sure. So. Yeah, I was hoping that- he would be so. Did you notice that when he came out, because he's doing a cornet thing, right? Yeah. He's just drenched in, oh, he in sweat. sweat. Yeah, he must yeah, have first I sure. I'm like, is that him sweating or is that his yeah. gimmick? Then I'm like, that's oh, that's his gimmick. I'm sure that's, that's his gimmick. He's water bottle on his head. Yeah, he must have done that on purpose. Because he, like, shoot, hates that guy, right? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, there's, yeah. There's a lot so of he's going to make him look like a goon. I know what he was thinking. Look at this dumbass. Oh wait, there and there it was Star Maker Sebastian Baker. There we go. That's cool. Oh man, that's a <laughs> good name. Star Maker. It, it is. That Star is a Maker. really good name. Why Jimmy Maker. shouldn't just be backstage. If Scott can be on camera, Jimmy can be on camera too. He can, he can. It depends. <sighs> well, we do need someone to fill uh what's his name's role, so Callus? Yeah. As yeah, being an on air personality. But and yeah. I don't think Lynn Asper's up for it. No, Len's not a TV guy. Ed, Ed Nordholm's not a TV guy. Like they're not looking for TV roles. Uh, obviously, TV Scott TV does, but Jimmy obviously. Very imagine not a billionaire who doesn't want to be on his own TV program. Imagine <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. imagine, imagine. A guy not who just wants to, to do his job. <laughs> I, I never, I never. Hold on, calm down, just breathe. Oh, there's so. Well, speaking of. We're going to get a uh, appearance very shortly. Well, that pretty much ended the pre-show. We get into the main show. Starts off with a great. And this, this is, is it? Do, do we start off here or do we have to wait to get in ring? This is where it begins for truck. This is where there's ideas meeting. This is a great promo card subject to change. Uh, we get the, uh, the Sex Ferguson cleaned up for TV as much as he could be. Uh <laughs> Cutting a promo. That was cleaned here. up. <laughs> this is the cleaned up version. <laughs> well, if you see Talking Shop of Mania, this is clean. I have it. This was all new to me. That's why it was so I was so shocked. It was really funny. So you this. might have to go back and watch Talking Shop of Mania as well, because if you like that, you you'll probably like that as well, which is uh, it goes a little bit off off the rails, like our own show here. But uh it is entertaining for sure. And this this is a great little uh 
<laughs> yeah. well, well, let's go over the first, just the uh, the initial <laughs> vignette here from uh, from Sex Ferguson. So he starts it off. We 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 get that. Uh, so we find out what the the main event's gonna be. Um, so he comes out. He cuts that promo. Then he goes to the live crowd, and of course he's healing it up. He's going after Louisville. He's going off against the fans, um, saying he's not going to defend the TV title tonight. We saw during the pre-show, uh, what was it? Julian Cumberbund uh, lost it to Downtown Daddy Brown, but he defeated. Well, he didn't defeat, but he got it off of Downtown Daddy Brown at some point. Um, but then we find out a whole bunch of guys like the Cowboy couldn't make it. Uh, that Muscles McGee, but we we know there's problems. But we get the owner, operator of the IPWF, the old man of our, uh, our our play-by-play man. We get Giuseppe Senior. He comes out. He he comes out and he he's, he's talking to Sex Ferguson. Uh, he doesn't like his name, but he's he's gonna give him a main event match tonight. He's, he's like, you gotta, and he doesn't want any part of it. But who else for this show, Winter War '84, than Santa Claus himself? Santa Claus in the main event tonight, coming out. He's got the backs. You have gourds going crazy, and how could you not? You get Santa Claus wrestling in the main event. I'll, I'll tell you that this was this is a coup in '84. It doesn't get better bigger than Santa Claus and Sex Ferguson main eventing a show. Killing the business. <laughs> so my guess is this: this is where you got hooked. Now, truck. This now now you know. Oh, it was his first promo. Here. It was, his, his first it was his promo on that back road leading to the dump. The, oh, the back road. Okay. That Dexter described as beautiful Louisville. Beautiful <laughs> Which, Louisville. Uh, that was that was a subtle joke, I'm sure. But yeah, that first promo was like, holy shit, this guy's really good. And that it burns me to admit and acknowledge that, but it's true. <laughs> See, that's 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 big. Now that's saying a special like this to to turn to turn your impression. Yeah. Uh, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, I'm sure he really cares about my opinion, but he's well, I don't me on think you're now. the only one that had that opinion. <laughs> it smells like beer, sweat, self tanner, and baby oil, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, they really built up that area because if that was outside the OVW arena, I'd been at that arena, and it was very rural looking uh, 40 years ago. It's very built up now. There's not that much yeah. uh, farmland, so uh, it was great to see. Oh, as Lord Bison would say, sex is the draw. Sex is the draw. I didn't think I was going to enjoy sex, but I really did. How can you not? Just like he says it. Everybody likes sex. So that was great to hear. Uh, Alicia, what was your thoughts on the uh, opening promo with Giuseppe and Sex Ferguson? I thought it was good. I zoned out a little bit, but otherwise it was really fun. I thought Sex Ferguson was really funny. <laughs> um, I liked his opening lines. Uh, very, very good. Two thumbs up. There you go. Now, now, very good way to start the show. We know our main event. Um, <laughs> and Giuseppe's just fantastic uh, as well. I can't get over Giuseppe putting all it all into it on this one. So... We get to our first match up here, uh, and it is also from Talking Shop, if you're familiar. Uh, Chad Too Bad versus, and we got to give credit to Bill one Ding. Yeah, Bill Ding, but that's an in-joke from Disco Inferno. Glenn, 
Michael Burns. Amazing. He always said like they, like that was one of his ideas was Namakai building, <laughs> and they 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 went off it on this one, and uh, so that's I didn't a, know that. Yeah, that, and that comes from the mind of one Glenn Gilbert, the name Bill Ding. Uh, so kudos to him. But uh, that's obvious. So we got Trey Miguel uh, as Bill Ding, who was also on the first one. Um, but then we do have the debut of Chad Too Bad from the Talking Shop of Mania. So interesting thing here. Uh, obviously, once again, you, you just had Sex Ferguson. Now, Truck, I'll go to you first on this one because the Good Brothers usually are not favorites of yours. But we knew I knew – you like sex, Ferguson. But how about Chad Tubad? What did you think of Chad? I enjoyed him as well. Um, I think I probably would have enjoyed him even more if he had gotten to talk. But this was really good. I think, you know, what brought me around is that both these characters are these guys performing at a high level while not taking themselves very seriously. And that, for me, was quite fun to watch. To me, mm. you know, the thing that I really don't like about the Good Brothers is they're like these high school guys who are super cool, too cool for school. But you're, you know, pushing 40, guys. Come on. The glory days have passed. Do something more interesting. Uh, and this yeah. was really interesting. So, yeah, I might actually seek out Talk and Shop Mania. Yeah. There you go. There you go. How about you, Alicia? What, what, you, what, what do you oh, think here? Oh, and Carl is tremendously confident to be wearing that singlet in public. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They left, they left it's a little uh, like uh, not Jeremy Borash, but more like Borat. That, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that spandex, shall we say. Did you notice either of you? Uh, Gord made a, a joke about it in this match. No, oh, he made a joke about everything in every it. match. <laughs> he, he remarked that he did not know that Chad Too Bad is not a member of the Hebrew faith. <laughs> that is good. It's amazing. I'll it's tell amazing. you, Stryker was on fire. He was. <sighs> I don't know how much he had scripted and how much was off the cuff, but he was. He was good. And like a joke like that. I didn't even realize that was Stryker. I didn't recognize him at first either. Somebody in the chat told me it was him. Everyone yeah, just like, did really excellent. Yeah. That was – like everybody just did a great job, and, and it, was, it was very subtle. The opposite of like uh, when last – the last time around we had Sexton Hardcastle, who was mm -hmm. Don, very good in a different way, but I <laughs> – and obviously, I knew he wasn't going to be here for this one. So the color man, I didn't know who was going to be. But this was this was a very good way to do it. And he exceeded expectations. For hockey fans, you must have had a field day for this. Because the number of hockey players he references during this is – he must reference about 50 hockey players over the course of – It was of, constant. He was naming guys it, I hadn't heard of. And, and they were all from the right years. era. Like, he was yeah. timing it right. Like, uh, for Philly, he, got, he did do a Tim Kerr reference. Uh, but a lot of Canadian, a lot of Canadian team references, obviously. Uh, he talked about but, how he hates the expansion, which, yep, one hundred percent, right there with you, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible idea. So it was good. Um, and then just, just for because this was on the Ultimate Insider and on Impact Plus, uh, I know it's on the Ultimate Insider replay. Uh, I'm not positive. It's on. I would imagine it's on Plus by now. It is on plus, but it's set up in a way that you think that it's not. The file is there, and when you start it, it starts off by playing the main event from the first. Um, because that was on the pre-show. Because that was on the pre-show. So you think that you're watching the old one, but you're watching we'll the new one. You just have to wait or yeah. you know, skip ahead. It's there. Yeah, to skip just, ahead because it's yeah, probably listed at what? About three and a half hours, just under three and a half hours. Yes. Get to close to the three hour, like go, get a half hour in, and you're good. 
Yeah. All right, hold on. I got to clean up stuff. Oh, we just lost truck. <laughs> truck, where'd you go? All right. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, you got truck back. There he is. Hold on. I'm There's also truck. in 1984. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Broadcasting live. <laughs> All right. Here, hold on. All right. I'm just cleaning up stuff while we're doing this. I see this, yeah. You know you're getting popular when you track the bots. So good. Yeah, job. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone wants to get involved in the throwback, and uh, who knows? But so, all right. So we, now you know where everyone can find it, and it's up and running on both of them now. It's on Plus. Thanks, Lord Bison, confirming. Truck letting us know how to do it. So, so we're good. So now back on to the show. Uh, so. The winner is Chad too bad in this match. Um, so poor building and his uh, he he did have did have his he was, he was he, impressive measurements. measuring tape. Yeah, he had he had measurements going on here, uh, driving the fans wild with his measurements. But uh, really sadly, quite unbelievable. If you're gonna lie, you got to keep it believable, Bill. You, you got to go, got to get into it. Um, and that and that's still that's the the real credit to everybody on this show is the commitment to gimmick. And yes. you love to see it, and they definitely did it here. Uh, they did it last time great. That's why I got to imagine anyone that had anything negative to say just didn't watch the show. Or they don't watch Impact. Like, it was more the idea, the concept that they liked the, the rip than actually the execution, though. It's fantastic. Um, they're the same ones that don't like WrestleHouse either, so we know who they are. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's what you're saying, Lord. You're saying we got to blame the Good Brothers once again. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm going to go blame, back to that on Thursdays, I promise you. <laughs> blame the Good Brothers. Blame the Good Brothers. Why not? All right. So we go from that one um, to – and he wins by pinfall, which he had to do. But once again, kudos to Chad Too Bad. So we go backstage uh, to our favorite announcer. Now, I, I, I like, need him all the time. Uh, backstage um, with Santa Claus, with, with the Santa Claus. Um, and he's talking about the match, but he does end it by saying daddy, uh, which gets our interviewer, interviewer uh, thinking, why'd he say daddy? Um, I don't know. He's wearing a mask. When you wear a mask, you can't tell who anybody is. This is 1984. Um, I think that went all the way to about 2004. If you put a mask on somebody, you can't tell who he is, brother. But as the cat there, look at that fluffy cat. Um, well, what did you think of this promo from Santa Claus, and what's it making you think about the main event coming up? Alicia, what are, what are your thoughts on this promo and the, the guy that somehow turns out to be Crazy Steve doing this interviewing here? <laughs> He's a natural. So I'm so blown away. I just it didn't connect the dots with that. I think he's anyway, a future in this business. <laughs> I feel like there there was something sneaky about that Santa. He was setting some things up for later on. What do you think, <laughs> Truck? I don't know what you guys are talking about. That was Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, you're I from <laughs> up north. You would know. I would know. I saw him today at the Town and Country Ball. I asked him about you know congratulations on your title win, and he was. You know, thanks, Cody. It was what I wanted for Christmas, so I gave it to myself. Thanks, Chuck. Well, as what long as he to... wasn't telling you, you got hair on your booty cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
you would know too much, Sandy. Is Claus. that your favorite soundbite? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what my favorite soundbite. There's a lot of soundbites I like, but that that's that's up there. It's up there. But we'll go through some more as we uh, go along. That, but no, definitely, uh, yeah, that's right. People need to get a sense of humor. A lot of people there. People hopping in. Thanks for jumping in, everybody, on this Sunday night as we go over a little throwback throwdown for family dinner. So we did just get the uh, the backstage, which was very interesting. And but now this is we also get a music video. Oh, this was a blast from the past. Which the rhythmic warriors, and I'll tell you, I, somehow I forgot about this. This had to be a hit sing single back in the day. This had this was great. The rhythmic warriors, and then you got the. It looked like maybe the style, the inspiration at Swingers Palace for the Swingerellas. Like I, I honestly, I think they could go after Robert Palmer for gimmick infringement because I think he used that similar setup in his music videos years later. So this was fantastic once again. These guys. <laughs> The swing man has always been a legend. He just showed it. The Rhythmic Warriors, I I, I got to get that on my phone. I, I don't know. Can 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 the eight tracks? Can they can they can they come over? I because I I gotta I gotta get that downloaded. It was fantastic. What were your thoughts on the Rhythmic Warriors, Alicia? I missed it. Oh no. <laughs> I would say I'd play it now, but we know we'd uh, get taken down. Yeah. I was just zooming. I was just trying to zoom through to get to the matches. So a lot of the in between stuff, I was just kind of like, you know, listening. I listen. I watched most of this in two times speed. So <laughs> I'll do well, the best I can. Speed. <laughs> speed, and now it's at regular speed. It was good <laughs> to see Singer, or if you remember, action. Mike Jackson. Oh, of course, of course. I've seen him wrestle live. Now Mikey he's singer. Mikey Singer was Mikey fantastic. Singer. Couple um, of times. Somehow he gets older and like doesn't. At this point, he just doesn't age. Um, well, this is fake wrestling news here. We'll get to this match later, but that is fake wrestling news for sure. Uh, T Hughes, but we'll go over that. I did see someone put that out there. That is just horrendous news. Uh, but yeah, he is the young buck was in this match, the young buck, but what a tag team, what a tag team, uh, um, Sunday morning express. Oh, and then the Sunday morning express once again, the, 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 <laughs> the editor in chief was fantastic. He, this guy just keeps killing promos no matter what they are. Um, and, and he does it here again. Now I, I do, I have seen the ACE reporter. He's an OVW guy. I can't tell you his name now. Um, when I was at OVW, I saw him in a match. Uh, so, like, a Daniel Spencer, like, they, they would know, obviously. Obviously, the guys on the roster all know. But I, I, they don't do a great job of saying, like, who's on their roster, since I think there's a lot of fluctuation other than the main guys. So it's very tough. I'd probably have to look through. I know he was on a show I was at last time I was there, so I'd have to go to that date, go through the card, and start figuring it out. But... Uh, that is not ACH at all. So that was just, that's, that's not even close. <laughs> that was bad, but uh, definitely a good match. I would even dare to say, I love this match. 
<laughs> I, I agreed. Yeah, Saban said it best. Well, Saban, he's, he's always right. Um, but what was uh, Truff? What did you think of this match? Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, um, new school, double new, new school. school. Mikey Singer <laughs> is an example for us all, eh? Like, how old yeah. is he at this point? Uh, wow, he's got to be close to eighty. Yeah, he was in a he was seventy five last yeah. time I saw him yeah. uh, <sighs> wrestle. So, yeah, what an example. Yeah, like that walk on the ropes thing. I know you know you're holding on to somebody, but I couldn't do that. I don't think. No, that's, so. no you still gotta have some uh, semblance of balance. And he hits, you know this move, or he could have suicided himself. I've you know never seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That that was a gourd commentary, right? He could have suicided himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this guy just gives her, just gives her. <laughs> so, but no, it was, it was, it was a great match. I don't, um, I want to know who Ace Reporter is because I liked him. He grabbed my I, attention. I will right find away. out that name because, like I said, he was on OVW. I'm sure he's done some other indie work. Uh, but I because he looked not that much different because I could tell by like the knee pads he was wearing because that stood out to me when I saw him last time. But he was on like the pre-show for uh, like because they do like their local TV and their main show, so they do like two hours normally at OVW. But he was on the one show, so I have to find out who that was. But kudos, uh, we had a, there was a few people from OVW, obviously their ring announcer and uh, like a couple of their other guys. Al Snow, we'll talk about. He makes an appearance. Doctor uh, Snow. So there was yeah, Doctor Snow. Doctor Snow and the origin of Doctor Ross. <laughs> So we do get uh, a little bit of that, but who knows? Maybe that's somebody they'll, they'll give a shot to. And and we know that Gia has been wrestling there. So mm-hmm. technically, you see her debut speaking later. Speaking, I was going to say, speaking of Gia, we get to yeah. see her in ring. So, but we'll get to that because we were about to see her right now after the Rhythmic Warriors hit the double schoolboy or the stereo schoolboy, as uh, Gord calls it. Um, so then we get a uh, the next matchup which is, once again, Rip Razor, but now he has a valet, Rusty Iron, uh, against Frank the Butcher, who we just got in a promo at the first one. He didn't have a match at the first throwdown, so it was good to see Frank the Butcher here in IPWF action. He had um, quite a night. <laughs> which I almost feel bad because because I was technically already committed to another show 40 years ago from last Saturday, uh, from yesterday. So I was going to see Rhino, who I think might be related at some point to that uh, Frank the Butcher guy. They look similar. Uncanny. Um, it's, it is, <laughs> it's very uncanny. Um, just taking care of that. All right, so I did that. And then – but he was in this, but he had a, he had a tough night. There's no doubt he had a tough night. Uh, yeah. He's really earning so, that 20 bucks. Yeah, if not <laughs> handshake and a hot dog. Uh, and for a butcher, the hot dog ain't ain't the quality he of meat he, he's looking for. He's he's got the good stuff. Um, so we we get the match here with Rip Razor and the this this was good. This was another good match, but man, the ending. Ooh, this is this is violent. <laughs> that was unexpected. So what, what would you think of this? What would you think of this? Because this was this was shocking. It was startling. 
<laughs> if I was there live, I don't know how I would have reacted. That was that was a shock. I got to thinking afterwards, you know, nobody's actually died in Impact this year. Um, yeah. been a couple of attempted murders. <laughs> it tends to but, happen. Uh, it tends to happen. Yeah, I, I figured, you know, they're looking and to like, oh my goodness, we're, you know, 15 days away from the end of the year. We got to knock some people off here. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, and no repercussions. What, what do you do? What do you do? What? What did he did deserve that? No, what did Ace what did do? He cut oh. Frank the Butcher's nut throat with a razor blade. Okay, there you go. I, 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 in the I, ring. I he went Sweeney Todd on him. Oh wow! <laughs> well, Nobody you know, it's, the police were called. He just gets to walk out of the building unhindered. Nineteen eighty-four, man, it was a different era. Yeah, laws different were way era. cooler back then. Oh, there we go. As Justin says, rusty iron was shiny iron until Rip Razor came into the picture, according to Gord. See, Gord is okay. all of this. <laughs> That's funny. Gord, Gord deserves a contract. Uh, yes. Know, He's a little up there now, but he's entertaining for sure. I want more gourd. <laughs> so that there was we, a lot of blood. Yeah, there so was a lot of blood. Yeah. Uh, but then we see what happens after uh, he wins the battle, but the war goes to rip here. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, you get some people. It, well, we'll, well, we'll go over what has to happen here, but it, it gets a little crazy. Uh, we go backstage again to Dexter Petticoat, um, my favorite. Uh, Announcer of with, the year. Yeah, with and I, I have it somewhere. I, I think I actually have a vintage Rough Riders t-shirt somewhere. Uh, but we get George Cobb uh, talking about the, the, the Rough Riders, the downfall, and that Lady Bird Johnson who uh, was, was the problem here. Um, but then she attacks her from behind. And we go right to the match. Uh, we get uh, now just a solo Rough Rider, Georgia Cobb versus Lady Bird Johnson. And whew, how about that freaking Georgia Cobb, man? She looks ready to, right out of the 80s, uh, looking to just, she, she could have been in glow. Uh, yeah. A few yeah, yeah absolutely. Time. She looked really good. Like that, that's a that's a good look for the uh, the Rough Riders. It's different than before. Like they were all about the jeans and stuff. The, the Rough Riders about a year 41 years ago. Now they're uh, mixing it up a little bit. Uh, but this is definitely uh, you get a you get a beating match here. Like like they're they, they're this is the slobber knocker of the evening uh, between these two. There's definitely uh, some issues going on between who we know has some similarities with Jordan Grace and Havoc, uh, which can't go wrong in a match like this. Uh, sad that the Rough Riders broke up, but a good match here for sure. Uh, Alicia, okay. our first ladies match of the night. What would you think of this one? Not well, as far as, yeah. <laughs> as far as the Rough Riders breaking up, you know, as, as they all say, all good things must come to an end. Uh, they're missing quite a few components of their original team. Yeah, Blaine uh, fell off a scaffold, <laughs> as Critical Stig said. That's how Blaine was talked off. Both of uh, the where, others met violent ends at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, because um, Alexis wasn't there either. No. So um, I was going to say, so interesting tidbit. So I don't know if you caught the Lady Bird Johnson's last name, uh, mm-hmm. which in cave or you know real life would be Sammy's last name <laughs> in real life. Uh, so I love that little reference to their Ooh. engagement. 
Um, yeah, so it was fun. I, it's like the match. I always like when these two um, wrestle. And so whether it's in this format or in their original, it's just great. It's a good time. They really know how to throw it down. Now, Chuck, what are your thoughts on this match? Rough Riders collide. Uh, Gord had one of his best calls of the night during this match. Something about a sticky situation, which if you watch yes. the match, you, you remember which segment that's referring to. Uh, he cracked himself up a couple of times during the night. I can't remember if this was one of them, but uh, yeah. Apparently the, the two segments that if you watch the match, you know what I'm talking about. The two segments that occurred, one with Havoc and Control, one with Grace and Control. Apparently they got in trouble about those after the fact. They didn't tell anybody they were going to do them. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got like a that. kick out of. <laughs> IPWF, anything goes in the IPWF. Anything goes, yeah. Before TV ratings, you know? So, no rules. That's why you can kill a man in the middle of the ring. Yes, let us throw right on national but, television. Yeah. Public access. Public access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, public access was the shit back in the day. Kids these days will never know. Well, the That's violence we almost continued. It almost continued in the dismatch because she yeah. tried to use a tire iron. But yeah, luckily, yeah. the referee, PC stopped. Uh, but, 1984, uh, man. Yeah. Cocaine was a hell of a drug. Yeah, I think it's One a hell of a drug in some other right now. <laughs> <laughs> one other thing that really stood out to me is at one point, uh, Lady Bird takes Georgia up for a I don't know, back body drop or something like that. Just no hesitation in picking her up. You know, Grace gets a lot of attention for her powerlifting, and rightly so. She's setting records. You know, that's fantastic. Havoc to pull off something like that with just, you know, like picking up a bag of groceries. My God, yeah. that woman is strong. Hell yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, that is cool. She wrestles men. Come on. She's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I want to see her in the main championship run at some point. Because, like, she's, she's one of our strongest, like, athletes, her and Jordan, yeah. and they're kind of... Well, Jordan's doing really good right now, but Havoc's just kind of in that, you know, I like what she's doing, don't get me wrong, but I just want to see her with a strong solo run with a belt. There you go. Well, they're definitely doing stuff like this, adding to the character. Mm -hmm. I think it definitely... Give those thoughts because then you can see a different side of uh, yeah. some performers they don't get to see. So uh, I'm with you on that. I think uh, we're all big Havoc fans here uh, and Lady Bird Johnson. So we go from that. We go backstage again, and this is where we get to see one of our uh, one of our good friends. But uh, th so this is this is this is this is ooh, the violence still. Um, you get Orderly Ross instructed to give Frank the Butcher an emergency tracheometry. Oh um, God! Yeah, this so is wild. We got to see how that will work out. Uh, but then we get <laughs> someone we haven't seen before, almost like the Kiss Demon. But instead of the Kiss Demon, it's more like the Star Child, Quincy Cosmos. Oh God! Uh, I love that name. You know, who I love that steals name. the necklace of Giuseppe Scavelli Senior here? Um, which? How dare he do that? How dare he? How dare he? So. As soon as that happens, we go back to commentary, and Junior Giuseppe Scavelli, he's going to defend the old man's honor and fight Quincy Cosmos in a match right now, right now. And so this is, um, I think me, there might be a couple other TNI fans out there, 
that are the GOAT, Giuseppe Jr., otherwise known as Josh Matthews, back in action for the first time in a long time. In a long was time. Enough? Was he tough enough? Oh, he's always tough enough. Uh, <laughs> but he looked good here. He looked good here. And then uh, – Yeah, he did a good job. And Quincy, uh, we were all big fans of Quincy. He's, he's probably the biggest fan of the show, part friend of the show that we got. Um, he looked great here. Um, so this was, this was a perfect match. I, I, if, if I knew Josh was coming back, which I may or may not have known, um, that's about as good an opponent I could have picked off the roster for him. Uh, and I, I thought I, I enjoyed this. It was, obviously, it wasn't a long match, but I it, it was a fun, fun little match there. Uh, Truck, what is your thoughts on uh, this match? Uh, Josh was giving her. Yeah, he he threw himself into absolutely everything he did. And he actually tweeted the next day about how much pain he was in. So oh, yeah. you know he was committing. You know he was <laughs> committing. Um, and Rohit, Hakeem, Quincy. I hope that we see Quincy again because I really liked what he was doing there. He was one of the people who, when he came out, I didn't recognize him at first. No, he yeah. and he played it like he had the accent. He he did a he did a good job. He, he went with and he had the hair in his face too, hair. so it wasn't immediately obvious. But I did yeah, like that, how he removed the hair. Yeah, for wrestling. The jumpsuit was a good look for him because the V the really shows off his physique. That was a good one. You may have learned something there, well, Alicia. <laughs> thoughts on this one? I don't know. Quincy was just a character I never thought I would have ever seen Rohit play, and to see him rock it the way he did, it was it was yes. really good. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. This is fun. It's good to see Josh back in the ring, and these two really like had a great time. It seemed like so. Right on. <laughs> and and J- Justin, I I did see this uh, in the uh, Discord. I was being mentioned when uh, he decided to wrestle a match uh, because in Vegas I did briefly speak to him, and uh, he he let me know that he was going to be doing this match. Uh, so I was like, oh man. Uh, but as I said, I was already committed to something else. Uh, but it was uh, it was great to see him back. I'm hoping that's not the last time. I hope like, not all the time, but from time to time, with maybe opportunities like this, uh, he still gets in there and uh, gets a gets a little bit in the uh, tumbling. Great to see. He's probably not feeling like doing it again today, though. No, right now he's probably like, yeah, I'll wait another. Five years because what was the last time <laughs> Until during the grand championship like. era when he was uh, doing some wrestling? So that was that was a while back. Uh, that was what, probably 2016, 17 ish. So probably 2017, 2017. So so that that so we go from that. Uh, obviously, we get a big uh, big win, big win for Giuseppe Jr. Great boyhood dream. <laughs> Gord had a really fun time calling this by himself. Gord was having fun he, all night. He was. He he was really enjoying it. <laughs> and you know what? That's the thing. I I would imagine that a lot of them were were getting a a, a kick out of uh, out of Josh back in the ring. They're probably like, oh, there he goes. Uh, but this I, I almost wasn't expecting this. This kind of gets interesting. Um, we go backstage again, and we have uh, I, we see I'm a Bell. Uh, for the first time. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and oh this, my goodness. this was a great character. I was not expecting at all. Um, but gets into it and challenges Rusty Iron to a match. Um, and then we we sadly see uh, Duke Winchester uh, dry out because it's like Duke and uh, um, 
and Razor there back there getting into it. The match is made, but then he drives into that car of his, and it's not good. The results, we're worried about what happened once he got into that car because it didn't sound too good. Um, well, did we get any late updates, Truck? Can you confirm anything? If we did, I missed it, but I don't think it's it was only been brought up. 30-something years. Do you think we can find yeah. out what happened? <laughs> My headcanon is that the crash, it's not him. It's him, like somebody else driving off the road. Yeah, he had to him. jump out of the car. He's And he's fine. Because, you know, the Duke Although, boys. Oh, wait, wait. We may have footage. Hold on. <laughs> I think he made it. <laughs> I guess we have to wait until next winter war. Oh, there you go. Ray, Ray Strack would approve he went fast. Because Ray Strack, he wanted to go fast. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of PBR being dragged last night, too. So well, 40 years ago last night. So it's it was crazy. But so hopefully, hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's okay. Do I see the swing man? Is that the swing man I see? If you're on the Twitch and you're a subscriber, you can use the emotes, including IPWF legend, Johnny Swing. Original. And there is the original. The, the original. original. Oh. Well, he's a young up-and-comer, Giuseppe. He never lost it. <laughs> yes, sir. So we go from that... Oh, to a musical performance from DJ Too Large um, with the rap stylings he's going to show us. Uh, so we get, he comes in, um, but then he gets interrupted by Colonel E. Corn. <laughs> and he brings out Pelvis Wesley, who hits the DJ in the back with his guitar. And the guitar doesn't break. Does not. And like the thonk that the guitar made? <laughs> was that a shoe guitar? Was that real? <laughs> I don't think it was a double J guitar, if you know what I mean. So it did seem a little, uh, yeah, did they just well pick built. up something? Because <laughs> when Pelvis hits him with it and it just, like, it doesn't break, it just it stays there, he kind of looks at it for a second. Like, were you expecting this to shatter? Did something go wrong? It, does <laughs> it not. doesn't sound uh, good. <laughs> no, it, it sounded like DJ Too Large. In my ass. Like, he did not like that at all. Um, but, yeah, anytime you see something not go Japan. through, like a table <laughs> spot or anything like that, because I, I was last night at a show where uh, Bully Ray was uh, putting Jerry the King through a table. Twice. Didn't break. Oh. That's <laughs> unfortunate. So it is one <laughs> of those things. <laughs> so same thing here. It's like when the guitar doesn't break, it's yeah, something's not wasn't done right there. Some of something wasn't gimmicked correctly. Uh because that that definitely hurt more than one that would have broken. There's no doubt about that. But I'm sure uh, Moose could handle it. Or DJ Two Dog. 
Somebody. Yes. Ow. Did, you, did anybody in the chat notice that we got a rap is crap reference in 2021? Yes. Yeah. Rap is crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in Louisville, Kentucky, circa 1984. I expect nothing less. So That's then we get bad. to the Four Corners Bull Rope match. Badlands Bard versus Hard Harry Hall, who used to be in a tag team, if you remember. Um, but now he's a solo act. But we have not seen Badlands Bard before. Um, so let's go. Let's go Alicia on this one first. The Four Corners. Badlands Bard. Isn't he from 2005? 2003, I think. 2003, okay, okay. That's how my, how things were visualized differently back then. I'm sure we, in their mind, we had floating cars by now. Um, Love the floating anyway. cars. <laughs> this was good. Um, I I did like Badlands Bart, but I would have liked to have seen a Lawrence D. I think he would have been a fine addition to this. Mm -hmm. Yep. And overall, good, fun match. No complaints. Truck, what did you think? I'm just glad to see Larry back. Um, yeah, and now it's being... multiple times. So that's a exactly. very good sign. And this was on a special, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and he wasn't in the pre-show. He was, I think this is about halfway point in the card. Um, they gave him a, an interesting gimmick match to do. Yeah, I, I'm really glad to see him back. I hope that this means that they're keeping him around for a while. Yeah, and just I really because like you Larry. mentioned it, and I'm a big Larry fan as well. Uh, but since this was all the topic for a while when we weren't seeing either of Triple yeah. XL, I did see AC last night in a match. And that's the first time I'd seen AC in a while. Um, and AC in the match looks fine. It was in a match that went too long. Uh, I think the card got mixed up, so the match went too long. But AC and I, once again, it's not a comment of anything, but he looked big. He like He's a big boy. So sometimes it's tough to tell, but he did look bigger. So I'm not sure. I know he's been doing some indies lately, but I don't know. The, the problem is, and I don't know if this was thinking of it, if you look at Jonah, very similar frame to, to, to AC. So it's almost tough to have both those guys on TV at the same time, at least in my mind. Uh, they're, they, they have a similar look unless they're a team. Uh, so – I don't know if that played into it. I don't know what, but obviously he's the one that requested to, to get out of his own deal. So it wasn't even impact that mm -hmm. made that decision. So, uh, but hopefully for him, obviously he's has plans going forward. If it's indie, if it's another promotion, but, uh, but for impact, wish him the best. Yeah. Wish him the best. And hopefully for impact, uh, obviously Lawrence D I think we're all big fans of Lawrence. Hell yeah. Well, there's, the Larry have Havoc's mask. He might have borrowed one from her. It did it light up. I didn't notice if it lit up. It didn't look like one that I recognized. It was like the exact same style. So, and I'm assuming that she's got multiple in her it closet. Could, yeah. Oh, she's got yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could have been one, maybe a demo. <laughs> it was really elaborate, and I can't imagine that he bought that for a one-off. So, probably not. Probably yeah. not. So, all right. So let's go. So the oh, finish so, to yeah. the bull rope match was really yeah. good too. That yeah. it was really neat the, what they came up with to finish it. Yeah, so Hall touches all four, uh, the, the win. Um, but yeah, it drives him around. Definitely a good, good to see a hard Harry Hall, i.e., Jake something, <laughs> uh, went come out victorious here. 
But then we get what was one of my, uh, just maybe just because of uh, some people we like here, one of my favorites of the night, I'm a Bell versus Rusty Iron. Uh, obviously not a hugely long match, but technically the first time we got to see uh, the Rusty Iron in a match or Gia Miller uh, and, and against one of the greats in, in Wrestler of the Year 2020. Yes. Wrestler of the Year, Knockout of the Year, and Gia Miller get, gets the match here yeah. on this on this special. And uh, this was this was enjoyable. I liked this. I, I thought it it's obviously much different. It allowed her to play. It was almost like she was playing she was playing Gia in a way. I'm a Bell, like a an '80s version of Gia. I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. Yeah, like I always wonder if that's what they're going to be like. I'm going to play you a little bit. <laughs> But and, and then just kudos to Deanna for wrestling in that gear. In that I was going to say, if you ever wanted dress. any proof that Deanna Prazo was like the best in the world, look at her wrestling in a full length gown <laughs> with the hoops too. Yeah. With the hoops, yeah, yeah. with the hoops. So that was. Uh, what would you think of this, Alicia? I thought it was just fine. It was good to see Gia in the ring, and she did really well. Yeah, yeah, she sold really well. Like I, you know, you wouldn't be able to tell me otherwise to think that she hasn't been that long in the ring. She looked really comfortable, especially against Diana. <laughs> and there, see, that's I thought Rusty Iron was Chelsea. <laughs> so, so that just shows you that they, they did good jobs. Where there is debate on some of these people on who they are. Yeah. And, For sure. Uh, any other thoughts on this one, Truck? I uh, I thought it was fantastic. I was so happy to see Gia get her in-ring debut. Um, and on her gimmick, too, the Rusty Iron thing, she was so good at it. She owned it. Like Even right when she came out with Ace, uh, she looks and felt so confident. I hope she thinks about making this an actual thing that she builds around. Because yeah. what I'm familiar with... She's been doing with, that on the Indies a little bit. Not, obviously, this exact gimmick. But she's been kind of like the valet, kind of mm -hmm. like the, in the veins of Sherry or Francine, like that type of valet. Bringing like it the, back. Yeah, like the nasty, I'll, I'll do something. Like if you saw the Revolver show uh, mm -hmm. where Ace won the title there, she was doing a lot at ringside to help him get that victory. So you could see that. Maybe depending on what happens, uh, if, if sadly Steve needs to be on the shelf for a little bit, we know he could do backstage interviewing after this. That'd be great. <laughs> so, it would be uh, great, yeah. He so did so well. Yeah. yeah and like at some point, somebody else has to do it. Yeah, he, he, he did great. Uh, so he has a future in this business as long as he wants to do something like that. But, uh, but no, she definitely showed she can go in the ring. And we already yeah. and I think she could be, obviously, a great valet, which obviously I guess maybe it's just the era we all came up in wrestling in. I think is still a great thing in the business, yeah. which almost doesn't exist anymore, though. Mm -hmm. uh, that's mm -hmm. almost gone away. Yes. Uh, but I think the valet is the valet and manager, which has gone away dramatically. But that just shows you when you get these throwbacks how important those were to wrestling. But for some reason, they how away. useful, how many things you could yeah. do with them, too. Yeah. True, true. And this, so if the, anything, maybe you know, that makes Scott and company think maybe we should do that a little more. Yeah, and this Rusty Iron character has so much personality that, you know, I think that of the two between, you know, if you think of Gia Miller as a, as a personality, of the two, I would want to go with Rusty. 
But we do get some revenge now. The tracheometry worked thanks to Orderly Ross. After the bell, Rusty Iron, Rip, they, they go after or I'm a bell. Frank the Butcher makes the save. Makes his bloody return. With a tracheotomy oh, tube in hand. <laughs> He's got the knife in one hand and the tube in the other. The butcher, yeah. It's... So just yank the tube out, Rusty. I mean, that's that's the weird 1984, point. man. <laughs> that was good stuff, man. That's good doesn't stuff. get better than that. That's fun. So now we get now this is interesting because we 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 heard earlier that Tim Burr was gonna go against a seven footer. Uh, we didn't know who it would be, uh, <laughs> but it's Eric the Red Wood uh, against Tim Burr here. This is a big one. Um, literally. And, uh, literally a big one. Uh, so as uh, as he would say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, uh, Tim Burr. So let's, let's get uh, – obviously, you got a, the, the Canadian strongman in this match. Truck, what did you think of Tim Burr versus Eric the Redwood? Um, watching Josh treat that axe so disrespectfully had me worried at a few points. I would not have wanted, I, I'm glad I wasn't sitting in the front row. It's like, he's in the ring and you swing it around like, man, the heads on those things are heavy. And if your hands are slippery, it's going flying. The halves, the halves are slick. They're not gripped. They're not ribbed. So we could add it. Orderly Ross could have been busy. Shit could have gone real, real fast. Yeah. <laughs> This proves that elderly abuse in this country is at an all-time high. But it looks like so much fun. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a statement. <laughs> well, that was well now it was a statement from way back where according to us, we're all the elderly now. But uh Alicia, where where would you Thanks think for of this? Reminding me, Bill. Yeah, for <laughs> Tim Burr. Uh which I, I did see in footage today, and I didn't realize it watching it. He reenacted the Hogan slam on Andre pretty much. I guess Dave put that out there in the leg drop. So I guess I guess I should have thought of that with the leg drop, but when they kind of put the videos near each other, it's like, oh yeah, that's it. Like exactly it. How about that? And he even does the thing earlier on when he tries to slam him, but his back gives out. Oh <laughs> my back, my back. Yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. Tim should have gloves on. Oh. Yes, you have to wear gloves when you're when you're using those ones. Oh, yeah. With the wood handles, they're terrible. Can't believe Impact Doctor was an orderly. But uh, obviously, this is a big one to Tim. Tim's the uh, Tim Burr's the guy at the IPWF. Uh, he's got to yeah, be number think, one contender at this. Yeah, point. he's got to be number one contender for that belt at this point. Yeah. Feels like it's. Years in the making, uh, <laughs> decades, but, even. decades. Uh, but th another good, entertaining match here, no doubt about it. Um, and, and that's a big man there. That's a big man. He, uh, Eric the Redwood, he was able to, to take out. So we do see uh, another. We haven't seen him, I guess. Oh no, no, we we've seen him in other roles. Uh, but he used to come out with uh, Congo Kong. That's the three hundred thousand dollar man, but now he's a two hundred and thirty seven thousand dollar man uh, with Wanda the Werewoman. Um, Not a werewolf. The Werewoman, uh, who, who is uh, Savannah Evans, who's going to be taking on Jazzy Fitbody, uh, the Madison Rain. Uh, 
who Giuseppe was really into. Oh, Giuseppe need to settle down. Like phone was, HR kind of into. Yeah, he was. Uh, I don't know how HR was in 1984, but it was. Uh, it was getting a little dicey for uh, Giuseppe Junior there. <laughs> he was getting a little, little wild there on commentary. Uh, oh, the backstage segment where we got edited families. Kevin, Kevin Martin. Martin. He's on. Awesome. Oh, so I think his first speaking role. Speaking role, but he has appeared. He's appeared plenty. He's of times, appeared, but I think, but but he actually, I got a speaking role. Uh, you're right. We we undercut that segment when we talked about it. We did not talk the ending with uh, Kevin Martin. Kudos to Kevin, and and obviously uh, Doctor Doctor Snow, great Doctor Snow. That was entertaining. So. Let's go to the next match. Let's make sure I got everything. Oh no, no, we didn't get. Let's get the finish there. Over, uh, we it's a uh, we get a DQ here in this match, uh, which is funny because we do get an earlier cellular phone uh, spot, um, but then the werewoman bites Jazzy in the neck to cause a DQ. So Jazzy gets to win by DQ. Uh, but I, I guess I, I don't know if I was expecting to get Savannah in this. So it was good to see another character once again. Because uh, we knew we'd see Jazzy fit body again. That was that mm-hmm. was a, that was a bust. Uh, and she's great in that role. The crowd was counting along with her when she was doing sit-ups. I love yes. that. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the, and the thriller. And she tried to do the, we had the thriller dance. Yeah, she tried to get uh, the werewoman <laughs> She tried to get Wanda to do the thriller with her. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. It's cute. I, I, I love Madison. I choose to believe that Madison didn't have to get anything for this outfit. I choose to believe that she still has all this stuff, oh, leg yeah. warmers and all. She probably yeah. does. Well, remember, they, I think they came back at some point. Oh, uh, like a, For like a season. For yeah, a so maybe, maybe, maybe she has them from that. But let me see. Since somebody made the reference here, do we, do we still have this or did it go away? Oh, it might not be in the... Uh, I don't know, hard to believe it's gone. Oh no, here it is. This is a guy that had that cell phone. Yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> there you go. Because he had the old phone there too, much later. So okay, so we go from that to now. This is this is interesting. So just like we had the uh, we had the talking shop boys earlier, uh, and we'll have what the made of bed. We get the first. We get the debut here of the Stomp in Paradise, G.I. Broski and Brian Bone Crunchin versus the Russians, who we had the Russians before. But the great thing about this, and it's very true to the gimmick, is two different guys are now the Russians than before. Yeah. <laughs> Where the Russians last time? That's amazing. Uh, so you have Stalingrad Strangler and Sergei the Siberian, and obviously these Russians this time are uh, Man Man Fulton. And Tony Gunn. That's cool. I don't know who that is. Well, Tony Gunn was, and I'd have to go back to see exactly what they called it, but he was like signed or he won, like he was part of the uh, the gut check when it came back, like the fur, like one of the gut checks, I think, uh, before Jackson okay. Jones won. And they were okay. like, supposedly they had brought him in and 
but then he never really appeared. Uh, so he's been in OVW uh, most of the time. He's worked there. You've seen him okay. as security. He's been as security for some of the Impact shows. Uh, but cool. it was good to see him. Yeah, Tony Gunn was on Gut Check. So uh, thank you, Pac the Eagles. Uh, so so Justin, so Man Man was the one, and there was a local guy, right, from last time. So they mixed one. They kept one Russian and mixed the other one. The Russians. So, but once again, um, what were you thought? Uh, Stomp obviously was going to have a big run here because they're pretty much the PBR guys. Uh, but what, what, Truck, what did you think of uh, the Stomp guys versus the Russians? Um, I have several thoughts. Okay. I love the Super Soakers. I'm pretty sure I had the one that Cardona was using, or at least you know that was based on a, a replica of it. I really wish that they'd use the Soviet national anthem for the Russians, because you know who's going to see you if you're using it now? That would have been would have been great. What does Stomp mean? I've asked on Twitter, and I keep getting different responses. Does it actually mean anything? It is. It has periods in it, so it should should stand for something. Uh, I can't tell you that I know it off the top of my head, though. If anyone in the chat knows, anybody in the chat, yeah, uh, the, the stomp, like yeah, any of the uh, major wrestling fig pod guys, I'm sure they would know off the top of their heads. Uh, but yeah, what is the stomp stand for? Is this one of their gimmicks? Because I know they do a lot of stuff together, but I've never actually seen them it work is. together. Yeah, like they okay. they did like a commercial in this gimmick before. They've done like pro wrestling tea pro brawlers in this gimmick so uh but i i can't speak to a lot of it because i'm sure that's the, the, they have their own little world that they have their own universe of this stuff <laughs> all right yes liberty and justice except for the commies there you go but i they hope do get the was happy with the amount of ring time they got too oh they got i'll tell you they got whatever money they they paid they got it tenfold in this because yeah. the references were for nuts. They were this, and they, the and they were in the finish, uh, too. They were in the finish. Uh, they were everywhere, though. Um, hey, I, and you know what? Good, good. Like, I'm I'm glad to say I remember when they did the one – what what was it? Was it Corona beer? Was it uh, – uh, like, back in – up in Canada, they had – a sponsor briefly for like a set of tapings. Uh, but this one feels maybe it will go beyond this. Cause I know PBR is getting heavily involved in wrestling right now uh, with, for whatever reason. Them. Yeah. They're getting, <laughs> Hey, they, they, they see yeah. something, they get some, something on social media, they go for it. So monetize it, impact, do whatever you can. Yeah, so keep, keep going with it. So those, obviously we get the, uh, the stomp boys win this one over the, uh, I, I don't know if we'll ever see the Russians win on an IPWF show, which is how it should be. <laughs> All right, now let's go get through the rest of the card here. Uh, oh, then we get highlights from the empty arena match where Sex Ferguson defeated Downtown Daddy Brown because uh, he can't challenge for the International Commonwealth Television title. I love that name. As we lead into the main event, which is a North Pole street fight for that very same title uh, with champion Sex Ferguson against Santa Claus. And this one, this one is 
is quite the match here. Uh, <laughs> a barn burner. It is a barn burner. And it is, as you just said, it, truck start us off because you did just allude to the finish with the PBR. So let's, let's get into this match. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a, a decent combination of actual wrestling and ridiculous gimmick shit. Like at one point, sex, sex winds up with a, uh, a horse head mask on. And Santa Claus is riding him <laughs> around the ring. <laughs> wow. So it was, it was fun. It was, a, it was a fun show. It was like, you know, the best of the shitty indies. That's what I want to describe it as. I really enjoyed it. When did Sex Ferguson lose his shoes? He took them off himself because it was a loaded oh. boot. It was a loaded boot and he's going to hit Sandy Claus with them. And he misses. And for, somehow he loses his other boot. So Santa Claus has a boot, one of Sex's boots, and Sex has the other boot, and they knock each other out. So we almost got a double, double count out finish. Double knockout. Oh, yeah. it was close. It was close. We I also like the, the the part where uh, Sex looked like he was about to hit Sandy Claus with the with the can, but he but he kept hesitating, and then he opened it up and started like baby sipping it and talking to it like. <laughs> It was they good character over. play. This was this was very clever and, and awesome of everybody. So this was great. And that was, I just realized, Alicia, that was another way to put the sponsor over. Because at the beginning, Sex is calling it near beer. And at the end of it, it's it's won him over. It's charmed yes. him. And really, it's the reason <laughs> he lost his title. To you. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's good stuff. <laughs> Stop pointing that out, Bill. Come on. <laughs> First, you remind me how old I am. I love my PBRs, man. There's nothing like going to the bar and buying $2 tall boys. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Very affordable, just like Impact Wrestling. That's Very my affordable. camping beer, dude. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. My camping beer is uh, called Mountain Crest. You can only nice. get it in Southern Alberta. So okay, cool. Alberta. That's cool. Mountain Crest yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It sounds delicious. It, sounds it is nice. delicious. It has to be ice cold. <laughs> Yeah, only have it in summer. Yeah. Is that our yes. natty light? <laughs> I hope that it's of better than that. We we have that up here too. From a mountain that's... spring. <laughs> yeah, it used For to. The uh, I don't know if they still do this, but these, this used to be like the cheap one dollar college beer. Uh, yeah, well, that's what. That's to... what. Yeah, natty light. Is natty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the gimmick used to be that if you bought a if you bought a case, it would come with a some bag of chips. Oh, yeah, that's worth it. It was. You could either have a hat or a bag of chips, but everybody always got the bag of chips. I would have got, got the hat. hat. I would still have <laughs> got the hat. hat. Were the chips know. any good? The chips were good. The, the marketing for it was that it's damn good beer. So when you got the chips, it says damn good chips on the bag. And they were good. Uh, you know what? The, I see why people pick the chips, though. <laughs> you, how do you pass up something called damn good chips? It's like hell of exactly. a good dip. Like... Exactly. It says right there on the label, it's hell of a, it's damn good. Natty. Well, when you're drunk on Natty, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or Mount, wait, what, Mount Crest? Mountain Crest. Crest. Mountain Crest. That's a great, yeah. great name. The next time Impact comes to Toronto, I'll get a couple cases and I'll fly out and I'll share All it right. with you. Okay. All right. There we go. You can bring it to my hotel over to strip club. <laughs> it's amazing we'll hang out maybe sex ferguson will stop by you never know but uh, he's won me over he's won you he's won over. Me over 
And I'll, I'll give him a six pack. I'll give him right. a case. He probably wants a case. He's a big guy. He's a big dude. I'll give him a two four. You tell him that actually. There you go. All right. There you go. I like that. Get so so so, in stone stone cold fashion, he uh, gets a hits that uh, Santa hits that stunner. Uh, someone's going to use that someday, I feel. But uh, so he wins. He's the champ. Santa Claus, champ. But it's revealed after the match. He removed that mask. I had no clue. It was downtown Daddy Brown all along. Swerved. <laughs> Swerved. I so never would have second, seen it coming. Mustache poking out. <laughs> the the second throwdown in a row. We leave with downtown Daddy Brown as champion. Uh, the, the 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 boys and they come out from the locker room. Um, All the faces, and it's a it's just a party to end the night. It's a PBR a party in the it's ring. A PBR party. Uh, so a, another enjoyable throwback experience, no doubt. Uh, final thoughts. Anyone with final thoughts on this IPWF spectacular? I loved it, and I'm really excited for the next one. So we wanted. Yeah. To, so that's a vote back in. Back next year, we want to see what yeah. happens in 1985. It's got to be our holiday special, I feel like. Yeah. I think yeah, it's a great way to end the year. Yeah. Bad Wrestle House, yeah. Yeah, it's a great way to end the year. You know, I, you know, it's holiday time. Everybody's got a lot of stuff going on. I'm not going to make a lot of time to watch wrestling. So you don't want to have your really big angles, in my opinion, happening right now. Stuff I like agree. this is, is fun. Fun, yep. Yeah. And that's a hot, hey, hot, hot take because there's a lot of people – that for some reason it's crazy because as we uh, this isn't an impact thing this isn't this is just a wrestling this is a tv thing yeah yeah around the holidays if you haven't seen what the ratings are like people are maybe they'll watch live sports that's about it um nobody's watching anything so if you put major programming around now people are just going to miss it you're not going to have yeah exactly yeah yeah it makes sense everybody's busy yo that's why everything's (laughs) pre-recorded if they do keep doing it, I want them to keep doing this thing though, where downtown Daddy, Daddy Brown loses his title off camera, and yeah. by the end of the episode has it back. I don't care. Yeah. You know, whenever Willie moves on from Impact, they have to bring him it's back. Have just to do it. Yeah. To bring him back. Yeah. I'm and, okay and, with this. And, and credit to Willie because we don't give Willie probably enough credit for di- like he shines in things like this. There's Willie's no- awesome. I was a Willie guy in Lucha Underground, so I remember what he can do, and I wish he would get more attention in space and impact. Agreed. Yeah, and this is this is this is perfect for this time of year. Uh, it's a good distraction, especially with everything going on out there. Uh, hopefully, this you brought a COVID. laughter and joy. Yeah, this is a this this. Normally, impacts just fun regardless, but this is a little bit of this different kind of fun. This is at like just pure entertainment fun. Um, so kudos to everybody. Uh, obviously, everyone that worked the show, but from the producers in the back, uh, people that were writing this, like the RDs, um, obviously Kevin Martin with his stuff, like there a lot of people involved in, in pulling off a show like this, and everybody at OVW, I'm sure, played a hand in this. Uh, Keep bringing it back. Uh, and that's that's the one thing Critical Sting here points out. How about if Ziggy Dice and inspiration possibly in next – like they, a guy like Ziggy Dice would be uh, so great right in a show like this. Yeah, like it's almost – it it, yeah, it almost feels like it was just maybe 
too tight of a window for him to get involved in this one. Uh, but man, he needs to be in the next one. <laughs> he could steal the show for sure. And when was the last time we saw Moose smile? It was so weird seeing him come out and in a good mood and smiling. Yeah. Yeah, it was a different a kind of, of show. Now. It was a different type of show. Uh, Cause I had seen him. Uh, I saw Moose the previous week when he once against Jonah locally in a match. And like, like he was kind of like, yeah, like it's like, it's like, but like it's in a, but once again, it was like in a smiling way. It's not like your regular show. It's like, it's like a whole different thing. And like for him, he wasn't really even a match. Like he was just going to be, he was in a segment. Uh, but, but for him, he just gets to have fun and sort of get the night off in a lot of ways, other than taking a guitar that doesn't hit. Uh, <laughs> the thud guitar. Next time you see uh, him, ask him about that guitar. Cause I want to know. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to find out a little bit more about that. I'm, well, I guess it probably will be during uh, the Hard to Kill. So, uh, But as we're getting to that, because this is the family dinner, uh, we pretty much covered IPWF. If there are any questions, uh, any of the weekly questions, uh, anyone wants to bring to the table any uh, topics, uh, we'll, we'll maybe knock that out. And uh, let's see, we're almost at an hour and a half, maybe over the next 10, 15 minutes. And... Um, depending on where it's going, well, we'll see. Uh, because obviously with the holidays coming up, can't really tell you what the schedule might look like. Uh, there might be a show. There might be some shows. We talked about maybe doing the uh, charity Twitch stream again, um, doing that. Uh, we're talking about for possibly uh, Jimmy Rave's uh, benefit for uh, the stuff going on there. So uh, we, we, we probably will do that maybe after Christmas and before New Year's. But no set schedule. We'll obviously let you guys know anything else that comes up. Uh, but I know it gets crazy around the holidays. So we'll be definitely limited limited crew. Uh, but uh, definitely any uh, questions, get them in there now. We'll try to get some answers. Um, and then we'll go from there. Uh, let's see. Well, 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 since we were talking about the show here... Um, what Morrissey thought about doing this when he was asked? Well, that is interesting because as everyone thought, well, oh, he's got he's a free agent, he might not be under contract, but yet he was in this show. If that doesn't make you think he's not going anywhere, I don't know what does. So, any anybody thought like I, it seems like this just is another sign that he's either officially locked up or it, that's the direction it's going. Because why would I hope he be in so. this? If it's um, like a paper appearance to do IPWF, I can't imagine him doing that. Yeah, on a special, why would they give you know such a prominent spot to somebody who's not sticking around for an extended period, or somebody who doesn't have you know a long history with the company, and people are going to be excited to see? I really hope he's sticking around throughout the next year. I can definitely see him as being somebody in the short line for the title. No, I, I, I'm I'm agreeing with. Alicia, any thoughts about Morrissey? Do you think that was a sign, him being on IPWF, that he's sticking around or, or not? Yeah. Was there talk that he's not? I'm confused well, by the question. Yeah, there, a lot of the dirt sheets were the fake yeah. wrestling news was running that, oh, his contract, his short-term contract or whatever was out, so he wasn't going to be around much longer. But then he was booked for Hard to Kill, which they weren't expecting, and then he showed up here, so... All these signs seem the point of him not going anywhere. So I think you're under the idea he's not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere, especially because I'm predicting it that he's going to end up swooping the belt out from under Cardona and Moose. So 
Um, I think they have got big plans for him. Yeah. So you think he's winning the belt or hard to kill? I can see that. I think it's very much possible. I think the odds are in his favor. Think about it. He's been playing it cool, not even breaking a sweat while these other two are going, are literally driving each other insane. So, you know what I mean? And he's just going to swoop in there. It's still a triple threat as far as I know, right? It is, yeah. So, yeah, I think Morrissey's in high favor of taking that. I know it'll be a short run for Moose, but there's there's plans. It might be back and forth, too. That wouldn't necessarily Hot potato it, that's fine. Yeah. And I think that they're putting a lot of effort into keeping Josh out of the title scene. And I don't think that's going to end at Hard to Kill. No. Okay. No, I, I, I definitely see that. And then this goes right in the critical sting asking, do you think Cardona turns heel at Hard to Kill? Yes. You go, yes. Now, Truck, I think you might go no. Because Chelsea is, too. Do they interact much in Impact, though? Like, are they really seen? Eh, maybe. I, I thought I would find it tough to see because. You know, the other two guys are both supposed to be heels, but then Morrissey's getting over as a fan favorite. So, hell, I don't know. <laughs> Cardona's doing such interesting stuff as a heel everywhere else. If he wants to be a heel in Impact, I would love to see it. Yeah, it all depends on... I don't think he turns heel if they're really considering putting the title on him. Um, I get him as a heel if they're not going to put the title on him. Uh, because I think the, yeah. the reason you'd put him as champion is because he's so popular. And I mean, when I mean popular, I mean popular more as a mainstream guy. Than, yes. Like, I, I think his heel character work is awesome. But I don't think that's like if you think he could be a needle mover as a face champion with all of his people like buying merch. Yes. He doesn't do that as well as a heel as he does a face. Yeah. So if he's. If they're thinking like, you know what, we want to go down that road, then I think they keep him face. Uh, because there's a reason he's been healed for a year everywhere but impact. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. And, you know, to plug the um, NWA TNA throwback reviews that you guys do, something else that you pointed out that's kind of stuck with me, that during this transition when TNA was moving to their TV spot, they started setting themselves up to put Jarrett back mm-hmm. as their champion and the reason you do that is because jeff jarrett's the name everybody knows you know chris harris you know if you've been watching nwatna yeah you're really hyped to see him as champ but if this is a completely new thing to him to you know to an audience you know jeff jarrett you know who that is chris harris not so much jared might get you to tune in so maybe yeah cardona is the guy that you want to put the belt on i mean really whatever the outcome is i'm probably going to be happy with it because i think all three of these guys could be great champs agreed no, I, and that, that, that is always a debate you have with a promotion in the business is what do you, how do you do your booking like that? Are you doing it for possible TV ratings? Are you doing it for the locker room? What, what's, what's going into it here? Like, will it matter? Uh, so that is something to consider. I don't know. I like it does. It feels like right now impact is beholden to, access tv's distribution it can go up we saw with kenny they can go up from like here to here it can drop to here like it can it like it, cardona could make it go to probably about the same kenny range at best probably but probably not much more than that so do you 
to you blow up plans you had for either Moose or Morrissey to do that, I don't think that should determine it. But you think about it for sure. Now, I do see here a comment from Kill Steel was at IPWF last night. And because you say that, Kill Steel, there was a TNI shirt in the crowd. The uh, the black shirt on Pro, Pro Wrestling Tees with the uh, the 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 mic the the mic on fire was that you Kill Steel or were you there uh, that would we have noticed you uh, and if for some reason the person that was wearing that shirt uh, is not here right now and watches this later and wants to throw in that they were there please let us know that you were repping TNI way back in the day. <laughs> 40 years that ago. Oh, might us again, Bill. It was Kill Steel. Confirmed. Thank you, oh. Kill Steel. Good Thank man. you for, uh, for definitely repping the brand. We appreciate it. It's awesome. We all noticed it. I, I saw everybody in the Discord uh, mentioning it. What They were like, hey! <laughs> so, we appreciate that very much. And if anybody listening wants their own TNI shirt, Correct. there's lots of fantastic designs that you can customize in a variety of colors. Yes, and you, nice spreadshirt store. Yeah, you can go to the spreadshirt store uh, for all the customization, or you can get one of the standard ones at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. So definitely check that out. Um, let's see. I do see uh, Ronan Blue here mentioning that Impact's about to sell out Hard to Kill any day. Um, yeah, I think they need to probably do a heavy push for TV the following day, but it looks like the, the pay-per-view's in pretty good hands. But talking about the next day, I did see this story, and it kind of leads into it. Do you guys think, from Ronan, uh, do you think Deanna wins three belts if Roxy goes to WWE? I did hear she was uh, at a tryout at the Performance Center, which could turn into something. May not, but could. Uh, wish her the best. But I do think we know that it was going to be Deanna versus Roxy at Impact. She's from Texas. I got to imagine that's going to be the day after Hard to Kill that match for tv for the next monthly special don't know but i think the match will happen there um and honestly depending on hopefully impact has the interest because i think roxy would be a uh definitely a good addition to the uh the knockouts division but uh that's where i think any uh opinions on uh roxy right now like she did have she just came back she posted all about it um, that she was at a tryout there. But we know a lot. Like, obviously, Deanna came from there. Tessa, when she was here the first time, she had done the tryouts. So a lot of people do the tryouts. It all depends. Like, if anything, they're putting these names in their Rolodex for later. But um, but what are the thoughts on them? We know Roxy is showing up, likely, unless they want to sign her right now and take her off the market after all that promotion. But um, I think she'll make it at least these couple of weeks to get the hard to kill the tapings. So Alicia, well, oh, the truck, go sorry. ahead. Alicia, what, what did you want to share? I wasn't going to share anything. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to speak over top of you. Um, you know, personally, I really want Roxy in Impact. Uh, the What I saw from her in ROH, you know, the talent that this woman has at 20, She's going to be fantastic uh, just as she gets more seasoned. I know that Deanna is really high on her. Um, and I would have to guess that on a personal level, 
they're having those conversations in private about this is what my experience was like when I was working there. Be prepared. Um, you hear very few stories about people being happy working for WWE. You know, as somebody on the outside, I can't imagine it would be the first place you would want to go. When you look at what you know, a company like Impact is doing, where you put in the women on the card multiple times, every card, sometimes main eventing. So, yeah. I would no, be I very think... glad to see Diona take that belt, though. Diona three belts, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I think on ROH's side, it might be a good idea to do that because Diona is so high profile. You could have her going around defending the belt, and that could be a, a pretty good draw. But again, well, that you know, will that's be a business interesting decision I have if, nothing about. No matter what, we see Diana as Ring of Honor champion in Impact Wrestling. Like her winning the belt, because that would kind of come full circle with like Christian won the impact title on yeah, AEW. Exactly. So for Deanna to win the ROH title in impact, that kind of, that does make everything kind of, you, you can, anything can happen on any show then. It really does make that a possibility. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. and it looks like that's how it could play out for sure, based on everything going on. Because if Roxy could either be coming full time to impact or to WWE, it sounds like she's not going to be, ring of honor in april if they come back so it sounds like the belt probably does change hands at some point so we'll see if that happens in texas so let me just see if we have any other it looks like we might maybe we'll end here with critical sting um any chance we see gail versus maria too as managers of the knockout division so i guess the whole is maria canellis going to be showing back up at Impact, and could that get into anything with Gail Kim? Any thoughts on that, uh, on Maria Kanellis maybe returning and getting involved with Gail, who's now appears that more of an on-screen role going forward, Alicia? Uh, nah. Not, yeah, nah. Not the way you guys would think, like in a match-wise or anything, but, you know, if anything, butting heads, definitely, because they, they played back and forth off of each other really well. How about I think you, Gail is you really think? stressed that she's done in ring, eh? She's not doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Let me just see anything else. Uh, Kill Steel. Uh, <laughs> don't encourage Trent. <laughs> turd heel. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see that heel turd. And then I did see, speaking of that, uh, that what Gresham and Terminus is going to have the digital media title defended at that Makes show. Sense. So that's it. He's got a connection. He's which got they connection. referred to as a print media title during IPWF, which was very, very funny. Oh, and then uh, T. Hughes, maybe as lockdown teams, Gale versus Maria. It's going to be interesting to see where Mike and Maria end up. So definitely something to stay For tuned sure. about. So. Obviously, anybody else can always contact us uh, through the social media at We Talk Impact. Hop on the Discord. Conversations always going on down in the description. Jump in there. And if anyone has any last thoughts, but if not, let's uh, go over where everyone can find you guys. Alicia. Uh, you can find me under the handle Alicia B. Cakey on Twitter and uh, Instagram and lurking in the Discord. There you go. The Truck. 
Where can they find you? I forget you? that you're on the on the Discord. Yeah, you pop up every <laughs> once in a while. Like, all right, Alicia's here. How are you doing? Uh, you can find lurking. me uh, uh, lurking. <laughs> you can find me on the Twitter at truck underscore rockpeck, uh, and the Discord quite quite active. We've got a lot of community streams every week, so come check her out. There you go. Uh, you can find me at my name William M Gardner on the uh, mainly the Twitter, maybe someday the Instagram. I am. Uh, taking uh, all some days off from work with the holidays. So who knows, maybe that'll be some time to get to some of that stuff. Cause not many shows going on. So uh, that will be fine. Um, obviously you can find us wherever you find your podcast uh, on sister SoundCloud, uh, IR radio, all those fantastic places. Uh, as truck mentioned previously, pro wrestling tees, uh, total nonstop impact. Um, same thing with the spread shirt. Uh, you can definitely find there, uh, and the Patreon, definitely. Normally, what we do on Sunday night is a Patreon-only show, and it's the family dinner. So this was a free version with the holidays. Our gift to you is uh, going over this fantastic Pack Plus special, as well as going over some topics right now. But that's normally what you just saw the last 30 minutes was normally the whole show that we do on Sunday nights. You bring the questions. We answer them. Um, and we do that every Sunday night. Uh, then we usually have the throwbacks every Tuesday. Uh, thanks to truck who does a lot of the NWA TNA. He streams them in, in the discord. So once again, no excuses not to watch. You can watch uh, the old throwback just like we did tonight. If you like throwbacks, you can watch them from 2004 right now. We're coming down to the end though. We got about, what is it? Maybe less than 15 and probably at this point. Um, so we'll see what happens after that, but definitely check those out. Wednesday, you got the TNI UK guys. You saw Lord Bison in here earlier. Uh, they'll be going over the previous show, previewing next week's. And then Thursday, normally the flagship, Best of's coming up this week. So undetermined how we're dealing with that. Uh, they will be going over the knockout of the year, superstar of the year, all that type of stuff. Maybe we'll do some type of catch-up on all the award winners instead. We'll figure that out and let everybody know how we're dealing with that. But uh, that's about it. So we will see you when we see you. Uh, undetermined yet, but I think we'll – I, I got to find out from Trent. He's uh, – I think he's still rocking this in Metallica in San Francisco. So hopefully uh, safe travels on the way back. Uh, J-Bone just took a night off. Uh, hopefully everything's going well with the Bone Man. And, uh, yeah, we'll be seeing all you guys later. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we will be seeing you, well, sometime. Maybe, definitely before the year's out. Undetermined when, but before the year's over, we will be seeing you. Good night, everybody. See you later. <laughs>